Welcome to Primer, a podcast that gets you closer to the heart of the matter. As you may know, the primer is a small cap at the base of ammunition that when struck by a firing pin goes BAM. It ignites the gunpowder and sends the bullet downrange. The point of the podcast is like that, to get you going in the right direction quickly by briefly tackling a variety of subjects like books, people, events, issues, whatever. After listening, if you want to take it further, you can. Episodes and more information can be found at personalprimer.com. Hello and welcome to Primer Podcast. My name is Melissa Ryle. I am a contributor and today we'll be interviewing Father Jacques Philippe. Father was born on March 12th, 1947 in Lorraine, France. And after studying mathematics in college, he spent several years teaching and doing scientific research. In 1976, he met the then recently founded Community of the Beatitudes, and answering the Lord's call, he became a brother in the community. He then spent several years in Jerusalem and Nazareth, immersing himself in the study of Hebrew and the Jewish roots of Christianity. After being asked to be a priest by the community in 1981, he traveled to Rome to study theology and canon law, and also began his work as a spiritual director, working in the formation of priests and seminarians of the community. In 1994, he returned to France where he assumed various responsibilities, including spiritual direction, the formation of new members in the community and participation in its general council. He began preaching retreats regularly in France and abroad and has consolidated his principal retreat themes into 12 books on spirituality. These books have sold over a million copies in 24 languages, and his writings on themes such as prayer, interior freedom, peace of heart have become classics of modern Catholic spirituality. So Father, thank you so much for joining us this morning all the way from France. What time is it there? Uh, 6 p.m. in France. Okay, it's noon here, it's a good six-hour time difference. Wonderful. So Father... Um, I've read your book, actually, Searching for and Maintaining Peace, four times. Yeah. This is my first time reading Time for God. And uh, the theme of our um, conversations this, this week with um, our podcast is, uh, you know, the many problems with mental prayer. It's something that people really struggle with. And so um, in your book, Time for God, um, you address mental prayer and how to make and spend time with God. So first, what is mental prayer and is it for everyone? Alors, I think it is for everyone because uh, each one of us is called to have a personal relationship uh, with the Lord. Uh, and uh, so it is not uh, something just for uh, some uh, special people, but for everybody. I like uh, a definition of uh, mental prayer given by uh, Therese of Avila. She says, what is uh, mental prayer? It is a friendly relationship what we, where we talk often and intimately with the one whom we know loves us. So this is the basic idea. It's a friendship with the Lord. We know he loves us. He wants to, to meet us and we try to answer this uh, desire uh, from God to have a, a personal relationship with us. So we just try to stay at his presence, to, to speak with him, to listen to him, uh, reading the scripture. Uh, prayer may, ha may have a very different uh, 
uh, ways, different forms, but, but basically it is, uh, I would say, a, a simple and friendly conversation with God. It may be also sometimes just a silent adoration or according to what we feel, what we have in our heart and also how the Holy Spirit is guiding us. But the, the basis is that this is a friendly relationship with God and to, to, to stay at God's presence, welcoming his love, believing in his love and trying to entrust ourselves to him completely and to welcome his presence, his will upon us. And so, <laughs> so yes, everyone, <laughs> it's for everyone. So why do you think so many people struggle with it? I think it is normal to struggle with prayer for, for many reasons. The first reason is that the devil is always trying to take us outside of prayer to, to prevent us to pray because he knows that somebody who has a personal prayer life will, uh, the devil won't be capable to, 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 to destroy it. But also I think uh, there is a struggle because uh, when we pray, we pray as we are, so we, with our wounds, our difficulties, our uh, sometimes uh, difficulty to, to be attentive to God, uh, or uh, inner noise and so on. So when, when I pray, I, I do not pray as an angel, I pray as a human man. So with the complexity, there may be sometimes in human personality, in human relationships. So, so it's normal to struggle. We don't have to discourage. We just have to be faithful and to believe in God's uh, grace and to, to go forward. And yeah. even the difficulties in prayer uh, can become a grace. So is it normal for people to yes. have times where it seems really easy and times then when it's really difficult? Well, it's normal because sometimes also we experience a certain poverty in prayer, uh, uh, but it is normal. We don't have to. The, the only, the big mistake would be to discourage and, and to judge our prayer, to think my prayer is not bad, it's not uh, successful because uh, I have distraction, because I don't feel uh, deep and beautiful feelings, because my head is going uh, there and there. Uh, uh, and sometimes I have difficulty to be very attentive to God's presence, but it's not a big problem. I just have to be confident, to, to persevere, to believe in God's grace and to do what I can do day after day. So in a sense, we're almost our, our own worst enemy, our own worst critic when it comes to prayer, because the Lord yes. is asking yes. for time and we're like, oh, I've got it so wrong. Yes, yes. I think one of the main obstacles in prayer is the idea we have often that our prayer have to be good, to be successful. Mm -hmm. I have to feel something. I have to uh, receive beautiful lights. But uh, we, we judge uh, prayer as we judge human activities. But mm -hmm. God does not ask us at all to be successful. He just asks us to be what we are yeah. and to be open to him and to trust in him and to, to, to walk with him as I am. So it's not uh, something I have to achieve. Uh, there is no examination at the end of the time of prayer. I don't have to ask uh, which, uh, which is my degree of spirituality. I just have to be myself and to welcome God and to trust God as my father and the one who loves me so much and just want to, 
to be present. God is mostly asking me to be present to him, mm. not to succeed uh, anything, but to be present, to be open, to be confident, and to be also faithful and perseverant in prayer. This is important. So for our listeners who are so consumed with the noise of today's culture, especially when it comes to technology and social media, you know, with work, especially with the pandemic, everyone's been working online and seems to just be all consuming. What is that first step in making time for God? I would say perhaps uh, the first uh, step is to try to make our life a conversation with God. My, my daily, my common life, not to live my life alone, but as much as possible to try to live my life uh, in a relationship with Jesus, in this uh, uh, friendship with him. So I can use uh, good uh, events uh, to thank him. I can use uh, difficulty to ask uh, his help. I can use also my sin and mistake to ask forgiveness to God. But everything in my life can nourish my relationship. Good things to, to praise and to thank, uh, difficult things to, <laughs> to welcome his mercy. So everything can nourish our prayer. So this is, I think, the first uh, aspect. And this is possible for everybody uh, to, to try, uh, according to what I am living, to transform my, my, my daily life in a kind of relationship with the Lord, conversation with him with simplicity, as I am, uh, without uh, seeking beautiful uh, words, but just uh, with simplicity, like a child with speaking with uh, his uh, parents. Mm -hmm. This is the first aspect. The second one, I think, very, that is very important too, perhaps a little more difficult, is to, to, to decide for taking time for the Lord for prayer. So once a day, for instance, to take uh, 10, 15, or more minutes, just to stop watching television or using a cell phone, but just to, to sit in an angle of my room or in a chapel and to have a time in which I can, I try to stay at the presence of the God. A time just for God, not for uh, achieving anything, not for productivity, but just a time to, to stay at the presence of, of the Lord, as I am. I mostly, uh, the, the basic, basic attitude, as I told, is just to welcome God's presence to believe in God's love and to offer my, my, my presence, my, my, my love, to offer uh, what I am to, to the Lord, uh, desiring to, to welcome him and to love him more and more. So I think it may be very simple. So, so what is not uh, always easy is to struggle, to, to be faithful. Alors, I, I don't want to, to give a rule for everybody, but uh, as much as possible, every day, for instance, suppose somebody uh, every day is taking uh, 15 minutes just to pray, to stay with the Lord, and perhaps once a week, or uh, it can take a longer time, for instance, one hour of Eucharistic adoration in the parish, mm. this would be a very, very great uh, basis, a, a very, very beautiful. Alors, if we can do more, it is go to do more if I just can do less because uh, I do less. But what is important is goodwill and a, a great confidence in God and a big desire to meet him. And God wants to speak to us, wants to be present in our life, wants to give us his mercy, his love, his light, his peace. So we have just to be 
attentive to this presence and to try as much as possible to take time uh, with him uh, every day, uh, a short time, or but and when it is possible to take a longer time because sometimes it's beautiful also when you have possibility to 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 go deeper in prayer, deeper in adoration. Sometimes it is important because uh, the meeting with the Lord may be more uh, fruitful and more more deep. And we, we don't have to judge our prayer according to what I feel or what I understand. Mm. If I feel beautiful feelings, okay, thank, thank you, Jesus. If I receive beautiful lights, and this may uh, happen, I have to be thankful to, Lord, to God. But if I do not feel nothing, if I am in darkness, I don't have to discourage. It is a question of faith. I just have to trust, to believe, and to have a good will to, to love God and to trust him, and this is the basis. And even in the, if I have not any feeling, not any light, if I am in an, in an attitude of faith, of confidence, of faithfulness, this is enough to allow God to, 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 to penetrate my life and to give me little by little his grace. I don't feel it in the time, but sometimes if I am faithful, it may be outside of prayer that I, I see mm. the fruit. I am more, more peaceful, more uh, attentive to other people, more compassionate, uh, uh, more uh, uh, having an attitude of hope toward life and uh, being more humble and also more welcoming uh, people I meet as they are and so on. But these fruits are coming little by little. I don't have also to judge my prayer, just I have been praying for uh, two weeks and nothing happened. No, it's not enough. <laughs> I have to wait at least one year. <laughs> I think the fruits will come uh, so, uh, sooner, but we have to be patient also. Uh, we don't uh, have to be uh, too thirsty to, to reap immediately the fruits of prayer. Yeah. They come, but uh, at uh, time. Uh, there are some fruits coming soon, but also some fruits coming uh, later but what, what i have to do is to, is to to be confident to be humble to persevere and never discourage and god will do what uh, he wants to do in my life if i do my little part god, god will do his great and beautiful part and he he speaks in a still small voice right i think mm -hmm. it's elijah that talks about um yes, you yes. know that you know looking for the lord and in, in the the fire and the wind and he's just still small voiced and so kind of like what you were speaking about like we don't necessarily see those fruits right away but we have to be still yes we have to be still uh, it's not easy for us to be still because we have a big uh, inner noise we have a distraction we have tension and so uh, we have also to accept it but little by little to learn to be more quiet, uh, more present, more attentive at God's presence. Uh, sometimes he speaks, or sometimes he's silent, no matter. Yeah. I just have to be present to him. And so what I have to do is to use uh, different ways to help me to be present to, mm. to God, uh, to be open to him. So uh, when I can just stay in silence and uh, in my heart, uh, being attentive to him, uh, it's okay, but sometimes I have also to nourish my prayer. So I have to, to read uh, some passage of the Bible, of the scripture. I have to read some 
good book with nourishing me. Uh, sometimes I, I can also contemplate the Blessed Sacrament and can contemplate an icon of Jesus, of Mary. I can have a conversation according to what I have in my heart. I can also sometimes, when I have difficulty to pray, I can just simply say, say my rosary, trying to, to be present, to be attentive, even if my mind is not always completely concentrated. But it's not, usually it's not possible to be completely concentrated on prayer because we are too complicated. And, but little by little, what we can do is, is to be more attentive, not a, a concentration of mind, but an attention of the heart. And the more and more our love uh, is growing, the more and more our heart is attentive to God's presence. As I think often to the person I am loving uh, much, so the more our love is growing little by little, the more uh, prayer will be easy, because the more it will be easy to be attentive at God's uh, presence. Uh, but I have to accept not to be completely concentrated, to have mm -hmm. Sometimes ideas going there and there. I, I don't like too much of the expression mental prayer because it's not a question of mind. It's a question of heart, of, of trust, of love, growing little by little. Now, we, with my mind, I do what I can. I try to be attentive and when, when attentive and when I realize I have been very distracted, I was thinking to something completely outside. Well, I just have to come back not to discourage, not to judge my prayer, but when I, I perceive not to be more attentive to God, I just have to come back and to use uh, some little uh, way to, to make me again attentive to God's presence. Through a word I meditate, through an image I, I look uh, at, through what can help me. It may be different according to this or that person, according also to this period or this other period of my life. So, for those who get really frustrated with getting distracted, the Lord is still working in the heart. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I think the, the work of God in my heart depends not of my state of mind and so on, it mm. depends on my faith, my trust. If I am praying with humility, accepting my poverty, trusting God, being faithful and with a true desire to love him more and more, this is enough. Basically, the prayer is a question of faith, a question of hope, humble hope, accepting my, my limitation. I hope in God. I do not trust in me. I trust in God. I do not hope in myself. I hope in God. So sometimes it is good to be poor because when I am poor in prayer, it is for me a, a very important call not to rely on myself, but to rely on God's grace. Uh, poverty may be a, a very good thing. <laughs> it is poverty. What, what is bad is to discourage. But poverty is good because if I feel to be poor, it is a call to, to rely not on myself, mm. on my capacity, on, on what I am doing, but to rely on God's grace and God's mercy. So, so that so kind of leads Oh, go ahead, sorry. A question of faith, question of hope, a question of love, uh, to, to trust God's love and to have a desire to respond to the love of God as much as possible. And if the, the basic attitudes of my prayer are this attitude of faith, of hope, of humility, of desire to love, it's okay. Even if I have distraction, even 
if I do not feel anything. <laughs> and so it's mostly a question of faith. And God is working in my life according to my faith, not according to what I feel or don't feel, understand or don't understand. But sometimes it's very beautiful to feel uh, beautiful uh, feelings. It's very beautiful also to understand uh, the beauty of the truth of uh, Christian life. But uh, the essential attitude is not... Uh, what happens in feelings or in my mind, idea, but what is most important is the inner attitude of heart, attitude of faith, of confidence, of true desire to belong to God and to love him. And to so for those him. who really struggle with feeling like they have the faith or the hope or the trust to start mental prayer, right? You know, those who maybe have been away from praying for a long time or wondering like, how do I know if I have enough faith? Does God hear me? Where, you know, I'm really frustrated or upset. Like, I don't know that I have a lot of hope and, and trust. But what do you say to them? We don't have to, to measure uh, ourselves, our feelings and attitude. Because faith, for instance, if I don't have a faith, we don't, I don't have to ask this question, do I have faith or not? I have to, to practice faith. And it's always possible, an act of faith, to say, uh, even if it is not very, I, I am not very used to that, uh, it's a little new and strange for me, but it's always possible to say, to decide for faith. I, I believe in you, God. I decide to believe. Yeah. I decide to believe, to trust God, and, and I try to be faithful to, the, to this decision. It, it's always possible because it is a decision. It's not a... It's also a gift of God, a grace, but it's also uh, on our side, faith is a decision. It's always possible to decide for faith, to decide for trust, for hope, to decide for love. Uh, love is not only a feeling, it is a decision. Uh, even if I do not feel anything, I can decide to, to give my life to God, to open myself to him and to, to love more the people I am living with. So it's a decision. And this decision is always possible. And when we take this decision, by little by little, it becomes uh, something more easy, more uh, natural, more uh, part of our life and way of living. And that prayer, um, that I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. The big obstacle is the discouragement. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is the, most, uh, the biggest obstacle. Yeah. I think it's definitely easy to... I. I I know even for myself to, to pick through like, oh man, here's all the things I've done wrong. Oh man, here's all the ways in which it's, you know, imperfect and not, and not done. And um, it, it's so beautifully said, you know, it, it, it is a decision. If, if you have the feeling that everything is going wrong, you just have to say, oh, it's perfect because <laughs> I, need, I need a savior. And so you, you are in attitude of the people who need salvation, who yeah. humble, who can cry, uh, out to God and and uh, Jesus did not came for uh, holy people. He came for sinners. He came for poor people. He came for wounded people. So if if I feel to be poor, to be everything wrong, it's perfect. So I just have to open myself to the Savior and to to ask His help, His mercy, and to to go forward day after day, trusting His mercy and. Amen. So that's, you know, uh, St. Paul, 
we have this temptation to, to rely upon ourselves. Mm. We want to be perfect by ourselves. But there is a lot of pride in this. I want to be my savior. But this is not possible. I need a savior. <laughs> it's good to realize it. <laughs> yes. <Very good>. Amen. <laughs> um, so, you know, some of our listeners um, are beginners when it comes to mental prayer. Some are on fire and have a, a very deep prayer life. Um, and you reference in your book, Time for God, um, different saints, especially, you know, the, the Carmelites, St. Therese of Lisieux, St. John of the Cross, St. Teresa of Avila. So what inspiration can people draw from them when it comes to prayer, whether they're, you know, novices or, or been praying for a long time? I think that uh, the, the big message of these uh, saints of the Carmel is to, to help us to understand the importance of prayer, mm. the importance of this relationship and conversation with God and how uh, even if sometimes we have difficulties, uh, it's so beautiful to persevere. And if we persevere, we will receive what we, what we desire, what we hope from God. So, they encourage us. And also, I think uh, many things I just have said are exactly what the saints are saying, not to discourage, uh, base our prayer life not on feeling or uh, ideas, but to base prayer life on uh, attitude of faith, of hope, of uh, desire to love and to not worry uh, about obstacles, uh, not uh, discourage when we struggle, uh, uh, and also accept uh, that prayer may be uh, sometimes poor and to accept it. Mm. Uh, John of the Cross says something very interesting. He says uh, many people think to, to pray in a good way, but they pray in a bad way. Mm. But in the contrary, many people think to pray in a bad way, but they pray in a very good way, in fact. Because uh, if these people uh, search, seek for God, are humble, uh, trust God and uh, persevere, even if the prayer seems to be not very fantastic, it is a very good prayer. Uh, what is the good prayer? The good prayer is a prayer which is an act of confidence in God, an act of love in which I try to welcome him and, and to give myself to him and a prayer uh, in which I rely not upon myself and my capacity, but I rely upon God. Everything what I just said is uh, uh, you can find a confirmation in <laughs> the teaching of uh, all the great sense of the Carmen. Awesome. So, Father, a couple more questions for you. Uh, so, for somebody listening and thinking, okay, I'm going to start giving mental prayer a try, and you, know, you reference scripture, what would be a good starting point for them? Like, what, what book of the Bible or, or verse or um, versus? Uh, I think uh, well, there are different possibilities, but a, a good way to begin uh, is, for instance, to decide well, every day I will take uh, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So uh, what do I do during this time? You know, sometimes uh, I pray in a, in a prayer is easy because I have to speak to God. I have a lot of things to, to tell him. Or, but usually what we can do is say, well, I take 15 minutes. At the beginning, I just put myself in the presence of God. I try to forget uh, cell phone and television and just to put me at the presence of God, uh, to ask the help of the Holy Spirit, to ask the help of Mary or some saint. I, 
I love St. Joseph in this year, it's very, it's, it's the one who we have to pray for uh, mental prayers, Esteres of Avila. So to put myself in presence of God, attitude of faith, of confidence, of welcoming God's presence. So I begin with this, uh, asking the Holy Spirit to guide and to help my pray. And after, for instance, what I can do is to take the readings of the day, uh, the gospel or some reading and, and to read it in a very quiet way, asking God to speak to me through what I am reading. So in a very quiet, very slow way, and just uh, welcoming uh, the reading and, and uh, trying to, out of this reading, to, to make uh, out from this reading a conversation, mm -hmm. uh, to thank God for something I understand, uh, to ask a grace to leave this or that, the gospel is asking me to leave. Uh, so tra transforming the reading in conversation with the Lord, uh, to thank him, to ask his grace, and, 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 and I try to do my best. Uh, and sometimes it's beautiful also to stop reading and just to, to look at the Lord and to be silent and to uh, look at him in the look of faith. Of, uh, and uh, when I can take a time of silence to just uh, being uh, present to God and not having a need to think to something special, I can go on like that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have more to struggle, to nourish my prayer, to, to come back after a distraction. But at, at the end of the prayer, I have always to, to be thankful to God, because even if my prayer has been very bad, uh, God has been working. I, I never have to judge my prayer. Even if uh, this time was terrible, I have to be to say thank you, Jesus, because I did uh, nothing good, but you did something good in this time, because I spent 10 minutes with you, and you have been working, even if on my way, on my side, it was not very fantastic. And, and also what is important sometimes is to take some resolution. Mm -hmm. I suppose I have been reading a, a gospel, and this gospel is speaking to me about God's mercy. So I decide to trust more God's mercy. If this gospel uh, spoke me about patience uh, or forgiveness, I decide uh, asking God the grace to be more uh, patient, uh, to forgive, and so on. So, so some decision, uh, I, some resolution, uh, I entrust to God and I will try to, what I have been meditating on uh, understanding, I will try to put it in practice in my life. Well, I will do what I can if uh, my put, uh, putting in practice is not fantastic, I don't have to discourage, but it, what is important, it is that prayer may encourage our faith, encourage our hope, our trust in God, and also encouraging us to, to love more, to love more God, to love more the people I am living with. So, uh, so to, to close the prayer with a resolution and with thanksgiving, uh, to God for what he has been doing in my heart, uh, sometimes uh, in a visible way, sometimes in a secret way, no matter, but uh, always to, to finish a prayer, uh, being thankful to God uh, just to have been with him during uh, uh, this time. And, and tomorrow I begin again. <laughs> and little by little, the, the Holy Spirit can guide me uh, Sometimes it is also good to, to share with some people. I can belong to a group of people who share about prayer. Who, um, so also to, to, give, to read some book, to nourish my prayer, to understand 
better what is true true prayer and and uh, if I have I may have some spiritual direction also is very good and because in the context of spiritual direction I can speak about my difficulty in prayer why I, I have difficulty why I have temptation to to give up to discourage and so uh, dialogue with the person who is uh, guiding me maybe sometimes very very important to help me to persevere and not to discourage for this or that and um since you, you mentioned spiritual direction um is that something that any person can seek out spiritual direction from from a priest from if I, spiritual direction is good for everybody but i know the problem is sometimes it's not so easy to find somebody mm. for spiritual direction you know, it is if it is a priest it is good but it may be also a lay people who have some experience of uh, somebody uh, i feel he has a good experience of god is uh, uh, somebody who is uh, I, I, I believe i can open myself to him i can trust him uh, I, I feel free to say what i i am struggling about and so on although i know that it's not always easy to find uh, the guide, but I have to ask it to God. And if God is giving me somebody who can help me, it's very good. If I cannot find, uh, in spite of my goodwill, I don't have to discourage. Uh, God will uh, teach me. Uh, God has always, always possibility to, to speak to us. You know, when he can speak to us through a guide, but when I cannot find it, he can speak to me through the Holy Scripture, through some event. Uh, some people who is touching me by his way of living and so on so god is always capable to speak if my heart is open if i desire uh, be guided by god's uh, word amen so um father last question uh, what are your favorite spiritual books what recommendation like if we've got somebody that says ah i've got it i've got it i just need you know i need something to to push me further um what what are your favorites well, for me the writings of little Therese of Lisieux have been very important very encouraging and very very, very inspiring too but uh, uh, but uh, there are so so many so many good uh, <laughs> authors that, but uh, and also sometimes we we do not choose saints the chains choose us sometimes so sometimes i found a book or i meet uh, i learned something about uh, this holy person i did not know before and i i feel it is this uh, the gift of god for me today I think we are, if we have a good will, uh, God will give us the spiritual nourishment we need. Um. Wonderful. Well, Father, thank you so much for taking the time to um, speak with me this morning. And, uh, you know, for all of our listeners, thank you so much for listening. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, Please subscribe, leave us a five-star review and tell a friend. And for more information on this episode with episode notes and additional ammunition uh, with the many problems of mental prayer and how to go forward, um, please check out personalprimer.com. So Father, thank you so much. Thanks to you. <laughs>